All right, Sammy, how's it going, man? How we doing, pal? All right, uh, pretty good. It looks like we got Sebastian in now. Seabass, what's up, buddy? What's up, guys? All right, how's it going? How we so we're here to talk about some NFL divisional round, right? Yep. Cool. Yeah, we'll right. uh, we'll call it football as well, but mainly NFL. All right, let's start it off in the NFC. Let's talk about Seahawks, Packers. Sebastian, as a Seahawks fan, what are you thinking about this game? Here's what I think. I hope we win. As a Seahawks fan, I hope we win. I don't. I think I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to have a big day. And I think Aaron Jones will run, will run the ball really well. I think they'll have a nice balance offensively. And I think I think they'll they'll have a big lead throughout three quarters. And then fourth quarter, Seahawks will start to scratch at the lead, but I don't think we'll get it. I don't think we'll get anywhere closer than six points. Wow. So you're picking the Packers to win it. Yes. Wow. Didn't expect that. I actually think that the Seahawks are going to win. Um, I think it'll be close, but listen, I just am not convinced by the Packers as a 13-3 and team. Aaron Rodgers is a shell of his former self. Um, I just don't think their offense is going to be able to get enough going. And Russell Wilson's Russell Wilson. I think the Seahawks will pull it off. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going with the Packers. Uh, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good game, and obviously, you know, Russell Wilson in Seattle. But I just don't trust their defense. Uh, Jadavian Clowney's been a little banged up, and you know, I, I the Packers really have been the the one one and two seed team that you know hasn't gotten much respect. Like people have kind of written them off as the, you know the likely upset the, or the the one upset game of the week. Um, and, and I think it's gonna be a really good game, but I do think Aaron Rodgers uh, pulls this one out, and just because of the balance running game and, and passing game on the offensive side. And in the, in the front seven for uh, for the Packers should be able to get after Wilson. So I'm, I'm taking the Packers in this one. Well, Clowney sure wasn't banged up when he gave Carson Wentz a concussion last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I got to tell you, respect to Josh McCown last week. I mean, for a 40-year-old backup quarterback, he didn't play bad. But on that fourth down and four for the Eagles, that last fourth and four, man, he saw a hole. He went for it. Yeah, like throwing the took, ball. He dude. took about two steps and then he got dropped. Is it is it just me or do you think? I think that Josh McCown played better than Carson Wentz was playing in that game. I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I would have felt better as an Eagle. I'm not an Eagles fan, but if I were an Eagles fan, I would have felt better with Carson Wentz in the game for the last few drives. But I think I don't think it would have mattered because I mean, the score the first time the Seahawks played the Eagles this season was seventeen to nine, right? Which yeah. Was, it was yes. the same score or something like that. So Yeah, I, I believe – didn't McCown come out today? He had, like, a torn hamstring or something. Like, yep. you have him out there playing in – you know, I, I, I like Carson Wentz, and it sucks he got hurt. Obviously, you know, that was, that was a pretty severe injury. But, I mean, you got to wonder at some point. Like, he, he's basically missed every playoff game except for five minutes. Like, I mean, how, how is he going to sustain a full season? I don't know how he's yeah. going to be moving forward. So, Josh McCown had a torn hamstring during that? Yeah, it came out today. Apparently, he had a torn hamstring and well, played through it. Well, geez, if Josh McCown, at a, 40 years old, had a torn, ha- torn hamstring and he took the Seahawks to the final drive, Lord forgive <laughs> Aaron Rodgers for what he's about to do to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I still – I think the Seahawks will win the game. Um, and you're right, Sammy. I mean, the Packers haven't really been respected this season, which they probably should because they're a 13-3 and team. I just think people are more accustomed to sort of an explosive Packers offense, and we haven't had that in the past few years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, they, they have shown signs of like 
not being what they used to be. I mean, Aaron Jones is definitely at the height of his career right now or entering into his prime. But, you know, Rodgers has been a little shaky. But I do like the improved defense. Like, I think they'll make enough plays, and I do trust Rodgers down the stretch. You know, even if he's not having the best season statistically, it still is better than most quarterbacks. So, you know, we'll see Sunday, but it should be interesting. So, Sammy, the Patriots are out. Tom yes, Brady, sir. Tom Brady is potentially done. D Ford is no longer there to jump off sides and ruin your chances. Oh. Is, this, is this the Chiefs' year to go and potentially win the Super Bowl? I hope, man. Um, you know, I, 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 the Patriots are out. I, it's funny the, the Texans are actually, I believe, more talented than New England. But you know, I didn't want, totally want to see the Patriots again yeah, just because no whenever you play them, there's always you know the refs on their side. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I meant um, uh, Tom Brady and them. But uh, no, Jesus, Sammy. I, I I'm 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 nervous for Sunday, <laughs> but uh, I'm you know because the Chiefs have had uh, not the best history in the playoffs. But I I'm a little feeling better this year because they did win their first home playoff game in 25 years last year. So uh, the Arrowhead curse was broken. Uh, you know it's going to be a good game. Obviously, Deshaun Watson versus Mahomes. I the Chiefs. I genuinely are I believe are a more talented team and. I know the Texans, <clears throat> excuse me, beat him week six. I was actually at that game. But Mahomes' ankle was banged up. Watkins didn't play. Chris Jones didn't play. Uh, like four starters in the offensive line didn't play. They were very hurt. And this is a completely different Chiefs defense than it was back then. So I think that they're going to get enough stops and uh, the Chiefs will win the game. I actually think that I agree with you that um, the Chiefs will win. I think that uh, the game won't be as close as people think it will be. I think the Chiefs will blow them out. Okay, Sebastian needs to be a regular guest. <laughs> I could definitely see that too. I mean, I, I think if when you map out all the remaining quarterbacks that are in the uh, playoffs, I it, it's close between whether I would take Russell Wilson or Patrick Mahomes uh, at this point, but either one of them are certainly, you know, a lot more trustable than the rest, especially from the AFC. I think the Chiefs have a clear advantage in that department. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is still Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Deshaun Watson has no O-line, and he's not proven in the playoffs and not as special, quite as special as Mahomes seems to be. And Lamar Jackson's the running back. Uh, well, you know, he, did lead, he, he did lead the NFL in passing touchdowns, buddy. But, but we saw what he did last year in his only playoff game, 14 of 29 and a loss. So. He did get it going at the end. He did get it going at the end. They almost yeah. came back, but then he fumbled it again. So, yeah, I was actually pulling for him yeah. last year because I wanted to hear all these Charger fans, you know, be crying next week down here. I know you guys don't have too many Charger fans up there, but uh, they're not they're not most places, but they are a little bit down in San Diego still, even though they left them. But uh, you know, now I'm going to be rooting for, against Lamar. I, you know, I guess that leads us into our next game: the Titans and uh, Ravens. I, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, what are you guys thinking? I, I I don't know. Some people are picking the blowout or some people are picking pretty tight. I'm actually... I don't think oh. it's going to be a good game. You're good. You got it. Go ahead. That's all I was going to say. You can go now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually think that... I think that the Titans could upset. I think that um, Derrick Henry is just playing out of his mind and that Titans O-line is just yeah. amazing. And... The thing, the thing that worries me is no one's really stopped Lamar Jackson on the ground this year, and if you can't stop them from chewing the clock just the entire game, just running it down your throat, down your throat, you you won't have a chance. But I think that Tannehill will come up big. I think he'll come up big like he has all season. Um, 
and Derrick Henry will just be the wrecking ball he has been all season as well. And I think the Titans will win by a, a field goal. I'll say a, a last-second field goal. Okay, I, I like it. Yeah, I uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. It's, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, it's, it's a matchup in the playoffs that, you know, they really are the same type of team. They run the football and they play defense. Um, and obviously, I know the, the Ravens have a more explosive offense. And I was joking about Lamar. You know, he's a really good player. But, but you know, what they really want to do is, is run the ball, both teams. You know, so uh, this might be the fastest game in NFL history. But, you know, I, I'm tempted to pick Tennessee. I think the Ravens will get it done. But I believe it's going to be like a close, close game. And Derrick Henry will have a really good game. But I just don't, I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill as much to go – He's gonna need to make some big plays this week um, because the 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 or the uh, the Ravens offense will score more than than uh, fourteen points. So uh, I just don't trust Ryan Tannehill to to beat out Lamar in that category. Yeah, you know, I mean, what Sebastian said about Tennessee <clears throat> controlling the time of possession it, with the ground game is true, and that's probably the reason why they beat the Patriots is that they were able to do that. But the number one team this year in average time of possession is Baltimore. I mean, it's hard to imagine anyone that controls the clock, especially on the ground, better than Baltimore does. And so I think they'll actually be able to control the ball. And then when it does come down to those big plays and those, you know, whether it's the deep ball or a long run by the quarterback, I trust Lamar Jackson and uh, Hollywood Brown and Baltimore's offense a little bit more to be able to do that. Yeah, so what do you think about the – Vikings uh, Niners game. Well, first of all, I would like to issue a formal apology to Kirk Cousins because I'm pretty sure I speak for the whole country <laughs> when we completely counted him out as a quarterback to be able to play in big. And he did just that against the Saints. I mean, he didn't put up the craziest stats. You know, he wasn't throwing for 450 yards, but that the way that he. Uh, sort of controlled that game and especially that last throw on the deep ball to Adam Thielen was amazing. Um, so, you know, people really shouldn't have counted the Vikings out with that being said, I'm going to count the Vikings out <laughs> against the 49ers um, just because I think San Francisco's defensive line is too good. And, you know, the Vikings had their moment, but every once in a while, the Vikings have their moment in the playoffs and then they blow it the next game. So, I just think the talent gap is way too big between San Francisco and Minnesota and the 49ers are at home. So. I, think that, I think that the 49ers will get it done. I think it'll be closer than most people think, but, but I, don't see, I don't see this being a high-scoring game at all. Um, I see both, both, courting, both quarterbacks being under pressure, especially Kirk Cousins. That offensive line is they're, – they're terrible, and – the Niners have the best uh, defensive line in the league, the best pass rush in the league. So, I think, I think Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook could have a a, a nice game receiving, but he hasn't rushed for over a hundred yards in a few weeks. I can't remember the exact stat, but um, I think he'll, I think he'll be like their their workhorse, and he he might get them a touchdown or two. But I don't see, I don't see the Vikings pulling it out. Yeah, I I'm gonna have to go with San Francisco, not to pick all the favorites, but <clears throat> I, I think it'll be a good game. You know, obviously it was it was cool for Kirk Cousins. I'm not, I'm not a Vikings guy, but but it you know it was he got so much you know uh, hate over the last two years, basically his whole career for not being able to win the big game, especially with the new big contract. And 
you know, uh, to go in there, going to New Orleans and beat Drew Brees, uh, who was having this kind of year, was uh, that's a pretty amazing feat. And and to not to not just do it by hey, we're gonna run. The, I know he didn't put up the most gaudy stats, but he made big time throws on the the stretch. It wasn't like yeah. they were just running the ball the whole time. Um, but you know, I, I think it's gonna be a good game. I do I'm picking the Niners because they're getting you know they're getting healthy on defense. A couple weeks ago, they didn't have Sherman and D Ford and all these guys, but they're getting them back. And, you know, the Niners addition of Emmanuel Sanders halfway through the year was fantastic for him. Cause I was worried about, I was like, the Niners aren't going to have a number one guy outside of Kittle, but like on the outside to, to really stretch defenses, but they finally have that now. And I, I just think they're going to be too much for the, for the Vikings defense. Yeah. Well, listen, what do you, what do you guys think about some of these um, head coaching hires that have happened recently? I mean, the Giants got, <laughs> Patriots special teams guy. I mean, I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I gave Ben McAdoo a shot. Gave Pat Shermer a shot, but I don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a whole thing going too on. You know, the 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 Rooney Rule and all the you know the lack of opportunity for minority head coaches. But it, the, the Joe Judge one was very. I mean, that was pretty crazy. To not even. I mean, Josh McDaniels would have been a more logical hire simply because he was the offensive coordinator. I mean, this guy's never been an offensive or defensive coordinator in the league, and now he's going to be a head coach. Uh, You know, I get this that John Harbaugh was special teams coordinator as well, but not everybody's John Harbaugh. And, you know, Matt Rule getting $62 million on a seven-year deal, that to me is insane. I mean, the the guy is – yeah, he did great at Baylor and Temple, but he's never, you know, know. uh, been an – OC or DC or head coach in the NFL, and you just paid him sixty million dollars, possibly going up to seventy. So you know, I I think these these teams rushed and overpay for for some head coaches. The the college game, you know, um, they're trying to take some of the college and implement in the NFL, which I get. But there's a lot of guys like Eric Bieniemy for the Chiefs, and and uh, who's been passed over multiple times the last two years, and a lot of people think it was because because of his race, obviously. But um, you know, I, I think they're a little quick to hire, and it'll be interesting to see what the Browns do as well. You're right. Well, I still would have rather had Matt Rule than what we got for the Giants. I mean, I don't want to speak too soon, but we were bottom two. We might have been bottom two, but at least bottom five in the league in defense this year. And But, I mean, now we have someone that can teach our players how to down the ball inside the five. (laughs) So, I mean, our punt game will be pretty strong again this year, but I don't think it's going to translate to many wins. Yeah, um... I don't think Joe Judge was a good hire at all. I think there was, like like you said, uh, Matt Rule uh, from Baylor. All those, there's there's much better options than him. But one one coaching hire I liked a lot was Mike McCarthy for the Cowboys. Um, I think I think that most people kind of I don't I'm not gonna say forgot about him, but just didn't give him uh, didn't give him as much respect as he deserves. He did lead the the Packers to a couple good seasons up there. And um, I'm not going to say that the Cowboys are going to have the return to glory, but I definitely think that they're going to they're gonna be a consistent 10-win team with him with all the talent they have. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, that, that, that makes sense. I, uh, sorry, I, uh, I just completely forgot what I was saying. <laughs> but uh, um, all right, Ethan, you take it. I was totally facing out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I don't – as far as winning 10 games a season, I don't know if that – I don't know about that, but I do think that McCarthy is a good hire for the Cowboys. I mean, 
a lot of people just discounted this guy because he got he was feuding with Aaron Rodgers, and I mean they're not gonna keep Mike McCarthy over you know, Aaron Rodgers. So I don't know. Okay, so I no, I, I remember yeah. what. I, hey, no, no, you can keep going. No, no, you remember what you were saying. I remember what I was gonna say. I uh, I agree with you, Scratch. Right, I do going, like man. the Mike McCarthy hire. Um, now I, I thought it was a very safe hire for the Cowboys. He, you know, he's not. He's obviously proven he's a winning head coach. I believe his record is like one twenty five and seventy seven and two or something like that. Um, but Pyre, I, I know his name got kind of tarnished after Aaron Rodgers and the whole kind of stuff that went on up there. <clears throat> but um, you know, I think they could have gone in a different direction. Uh, you know, at least the Cowboys fan base is just happy to get rid of Jason Garrett. So anything's an improvement over that. But you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does with Dak Prescott because the Cowboys. You look at like just terms of talent. They're one of the most talented teams in the NFL, but they just, you know, coaching has really derailed them over the last couple of seasons. So, you know, a, a veteran head coach who, who's coach Aaron Rodgers and things like that, it should be interesting to uh, see how, how many wins they get this year. That's what you had forgotten to say, that it was a safe hire. That's what I forgot. I was, <laughs> I, was I started talking and I just, you know, it's been a long yeah. week. Yeah, no, that's, that's a fair point. I mean, luckily, uh, we're scheduled to have snow in Seattle for this whole week. Whoa. So I'm kind of banking on not having school for any of it. <laughs> um, so that'd be good if we had that. But with that being said, um, next Monday, we have the college football national championship game. And for the first time in forever, it doesn't feature Alabama. So thank God. Well, first of all, Sebastian, as an Ohio state fan, Oh, um, how how do you don't do, bro. do you think it was a do you think it was a fumble or an incomplete pass? <laughs> I I I think it was a fumble, man. He he caught the ball. He had complete control. He even like he took a couple steps with the ball, and it gets punched out. Uh, I can't remember if it was Akuda or not. Akuda, I feel like it was Akuda. He takes it back for a touchdown. I think. I mean, I'm not gonna say that's why Ohio State lost because we still had a chance at the end. And there was a miscommunication with Olave and Fields, but uh, and those two have had a big year together. But I do think with that touchdown, they they would have won the game. And but but we did we definitely did blow it. We had a sixteen seven lead. Uh, props to Clemson; they're still they're winners. Trevor Lawrence is a winner. Um, but I hope they get smacked by LSU this week. <laughs> I, I like that he's honest about it. Yeah, I. Uh... You know, uh, I know a couple of Ohio State fans down here. Uh, I, I'm not an Ohio State guy. That, that was a great game. It was exciting. It was exciting to see a game, a finally a college football semifinal game that was interesting and not, you know, like the first game of the day was a complete blowout. Kind of, you know, at some points like we like to see some good games. But yeah, that was a pretty crazy game. Uh, you know, tra- Trevor Lawrence, man, it just feels like Clemson's a little bit on a, you know, on a path right now. They, they've been kind of written off all year. And and just because of the schedule they played, even though they've been undefeated the past two seasons, so you, you got to think that you know even coming into this game, they won the title last year, won are undefeated at this point, and they're still the underdogs coming into this game. So you know I think it's gonna be a pretty good game, and uh, LSU better watch out for Clemson. I mean, it, Joe Burrow is basically the greatest thing since sliced bread at this point. After throwing seven touchdowns in the first half against Oklahoma, yeah. that's just unheard of. I mean, that's ridiculous. And but this is going to be a really good quarterback battle. So, who would you both take if it came down to you need a game-winning drive? Who do you feel more confident in, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. Right. Joe Burrow. 
All day. Joe Burrow is the most explosive quarterback that I've personally watched in college football. Uh, I'm going Trevor Lawrence. I, I really like Joe Burrow. He's going to be a really good pro. But Trevor Lawrence, I, I, I believe, is more special. Joe Burrow is a really good player, and he's a really smart guy. But Trevor Lawrence, there was something about him that when you watch him, like, you get the same, like, feeling as, like, I'm not saying he's Mahomes or Rodgers or one of these guys, but the things he does outside of the pocket, sometimes you're like, that's – you know, uh, uh, really special. Where Joe Burrow, I think, is just you know a master of. Uh, he's a great arm and, and a master of that system. But I think Trevor Lawrence is you know uh, more prepared for down the stretch. All right. Well, I'll be the equalizer here, and I'm going to take Joe Burrow. I mean, the guy beat Bama, and when someone beats Bama, you basically owe them a lifetime debt. I mean, and then he throws. He's thrown 55 touchdown passes this season. And that's just ridiculous, the fact that he could potentially get to 60. I think – I don't remember the name of the Hawaii quarterback that I think currently holds the record, but I think there's a good chance that gets broken. And especially with Joe Brady and LSU system right now, you have to remember they also have the Bolitnikoff winner, Jamar Chase. So I, I know this deviates a little bit from the quarterback, but LSU is just set up so well right now to have the best offense in college football. And – Trevor Lawrence is a great player too, and he's been on fire recently. But we have to remember, I, like, I don't want to be all SEC, but Joe Burrow was do, throwing 55 touchdowns against SEC teams like Alabama. Trevor Lawrence had, you know, Wofford on his schedule. He was playing, he struggled against North Carolina and some of these other ACC teams. I mean, he was struggling at the start of the season. I know he got it together, but. Overall, in their full body of work this season, I would say that I trust Joe Burrow more, and I think he's a better quarterback. All right, so what are our game picks for Monday? LSU. Big. LSU, but big. Wow. LSU big. You want to give a score? Or? Uh, I'm not so confident about a score, but uh, I definitely think – I think it'll be a blow for LSU. Say safe. 40, 45 to 24. All right, Sammy, what about you? I'm going uh, uh, 31-27 uh, Clemson. I trust Trevor Lawrence in the situation. He's been there before, and uh, I think he's a bit. Okay. I'll go with the Tigers. Ah, I'm just kidding. I've, that joke has been used so many times now. <laughs> I am so sick of seeing people say that, but uh, – I'm going to take LSU in this game. It just feels like it's their season. It's their this year. year. Yeah. Just, it, it just feels like their year. I mean, Clemson's been here, and odds are they'll be back in this situation next year. But for now, it seems like LSU's time to shine. They have two of the best defensive backs in college football, Christian Fulton and Derek Stingley. Best offense in college football. Maybe best one of the best coaching staffs in college football. And I would take Louisiana State University. <laughs> All right, well, then where's the party at for Monday? I beg your pardon? <laughs> and, uh, who's throwing the, the watch party Monday? Um, I mean, are are we available down there in San Diego? You, you, you want your hospitality? Listen, if the Chiefs win on Sunday, you're, you're free to come down. So what are you going to – what's your plan for Sunday if the Chiefs lose? Take us through your day after a Chiefs loss. Um – so you can walk in our in my house and not know the score, and you can know if the Chiefs won or lost. If the Chiefs lose in the playoffs in the first round, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm supposed to do a project, but that won't be happening. That that will not be happening Sunday night. And I'll probably sit. 
and, and you know, watch the Packers Seahawks game and probably cry a little bit, and then <laughs> eat probably too much food because stress eating. But you know, we're supposed to have some family in town, which is not. I'm always inviting family. Over. You always have family in town. I know it's it's it. terrible. She invites family down on the biggest games of the year. I'm like, we can't have this. Angie, we're watching the Chiefs. Exactly, come <laughs> mom. Come on. But uh, yeah, so uh, let's just hope to God what, that doesn't happen. What what's what's the worst thing that you've ever done after a Chiefs loss? Like, what have you regretted the most <laughs> after a Chiefs loss? I've cried a couple times. Um, I one time during a game, I I had a bunch of people over for the Chiefs Charger game, and I smashed my hand on this like lamp thing, and it shattered it, and then I like chipped my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but uh, that was actually a celebratory one. But I messed Dude, my hand up for like that. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? What else is that? Imagine dying because the Chiefs won. <laughs> yes, that was uh, that was tough. I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, Sebastian, you got any stories from the Seahawks? Well, I do remember one. Uh, this was actually at EK's house for the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. You know, you know how it goes, Russell Wilson. You you know what happened. Everyone knows what happened. Yeah, I know. What so, happened. uh, I, Jermaine Curse catches the ball with that spectacular catch. Marshawn Lynch gets down to the one, and I'm like, okay, we got the game. I'm happy. I'm excited. Then it happens. I'm in EK's room. I'm crying oh. on the floor. I'm crying on the floor with my head in the carpet. This was like seventh grade, man. <laughs> that, that that's what I remember. Horrible. Yeah. I, I, I remember. I remember one time. Uh, the, the people down here they wanted to finally watch a game, but I, I don't. I don't like watching. Like I never go to other people's houses to watch games. I watch them with my dad and my mom. But they finally all came over. This was like two years ago, and it was the, the game where the Chargers went down on a two point conversion and beat the Chiefs. And uh. and I threw everyone out of my house. I'm like, all right, get the bleep out. And then, uh, you know, like you're not hanging around because that's not happening. So I kicked like I kicked like 15 people out of my house, and then I just sat there and stared at the wall for like an hour. Bruh, Sammy's a dick when they. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. I feel you. I feel you. We've all been there. Yeah. All right. Well. I told Sebastian the podcast would be about 30 minutes, and we're running up on 27 right now. So unless anyone else has something to add, then does anyone else have anything to add? No, all good. We'll be back uh, next week unless Sebastian does right. something. I got, I got one more thing to add. I got all, one right, thing. all right, what you got? What you got? Okay, who do you trust more? Who do you trust more? A game-winning drive for the AFC Championship, if this, if this happens, hypothetical, Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes? Oh, oh my God, this is easy. Patrick Mahomes, listen to me, former NFL MVP. Lamar Jackson has not – let's remember, he has 0-1 in the playoffs. And last year, he, the Chargers the Chargers did something that no other team has done to him. They put eight dudes in the box, and they literally dared Lamar to beat him over the top. And he couldn't do it. So we're going to see how this week against a good Titan defense if Lamar can do that. Obviously, he's having a great season. He improved from last year. But until Lamar does something in the playoffs – I you know I, I don't trust Lamar coming down the stretch, especially since they always play with leads, and he hasn't really had to win too many game-winning drives. I'm taking Mahomes who's been in that situation multiple times. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean I would agree with Sammy, but I think based off his reaction to that question, I think that we should just have a whole episode where we ask 
Sammy questions that pisses him off. Like, <laughs> Sammy, who do you think's the better team, the Chiefs or the Chargers? <laughs> Who's better than uh, All right, Sebastian, I got one for you. Then, then, then we'll head out. All right. Who do we who do we trust more? Game winning drive, Russell, Russell the love muscle, or uh, or A Rod, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing, like in this game, right? In this game. In this game. In this game. If I assume, if, I assume porn okay. star Jimmy's not above him. So if if it comes down to a game winning drive and Russell Wilson has the ball, that means that means we're we're in a close game, and for us for for us to be in that situation, that means Russell Wilson must be playing good, because we're not going to limit we're not going to limit the Packers to to scoring few points in this game. So, um, I think that I think that in this game, if it comes down to a final drive and Russell Wilson has the ball, I trust him. I would trust him more than Aaron Rodgers. I gotta agree with you. I I would trust Russell Wilson. The only way I, I would go with Aaron Rodgers, if we're talking about this game, is because I think he has better weapons around him than Wilson does uh, coming down the stretch. But uh, in I terms don't know of about that. yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. We have, I mean, they have Devonte Adams, which. He's amazing, but but we still have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. No, I agree, and and those are nice receivers. But Devontae Adams is fantastic. Aaron Aaron Jones clearly got the better running back, especially with Chris Carson's out, and yeah, they got yeah. an O line. So so like when, when Seattle's fully healthy, when they have Chris Carson, they have all these guys, and, and CJ Prosize. I mean, he's not like some star, but nice complimentary piece. I just don't trust the running game as much, which I think Russell's gonna have to do more. And I just like. I, I I trust Russell more with like 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 Tyler Lockett, a really nice receiver, right? But I don't know that he's some big time number one guy. DK Metcalf could be that guy. I just personally I don't know Tyler Lockett. He's a nice player, but um, you know I, I just would trust with the running game a rod a little bit more. But I take Russell. Right. Gotcha. You know. All right, man. Well, we'll see how it shakes out this weekend. And um, Seabass, hopefully you can come back on with us. Oh, definitely, um, definitely. A little bit later. And thanks for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for having me, guy. All right. Sounds good. Yay!